0: Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice. Nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. What does a bounty hunter have to do with your money? Well, stay tuned to find out. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, The Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it. Shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Are you an old Western television buff? I know growing up as a kid in the 60s, television shows back then were full of Westerns. There was Gunsmoke, uh, Bonanza, The High Chaparral, Laramie, and then one of my all-time favorites, The Rifleman, starring Chuck Connors. The Rifleman. Well, that was a great one. Uh, but another show that aired between 1958 and 1961, it is the hit television show on CBS that was on during that time that we're going to feature today, was actually had a strange title called Wanted, Dead or Alive. Now, this show, which featured Steve McQueen, who played the bounty hunter Josh Randall, whose sole mission in life was to chase down bad guys, in this whole show, all he would do is chase down bad guys who had skipped bail and then he would try to catch them, listen to this, dead or alive, so he could bring them back to justice and collect his bounty. Now of course, the reason these characters were called bounty hunters is due to the fact that if they caught the criminals and did bring them back, again dead or alive, they got a nice cash reward. This all starting to sound kind of familiar with the financial world and your money? Well maybe not, well you just wait and find out how it will. Well, welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement, folks. I am that little man in the sweater vest 401k rollover specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And with me in the studio today, producing the show as always, is America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orander, and our technical director, Megan Murphy. Aaron, how are you doing today? Good morning, sir. I'm doing great. How about yourself? Good, good. And... Uh, Uh, Megan hasn't been with us that long. We are going to eventually mic her up. I don't think she's paid her dues yet. You want to get her mic'd up? Yeah, she's not not allowed to speak yet. (laughs) She She doesn't want to. (laughs) But boy, you ought to see her on the TV show. Folks, if you haven't caught the Worry-Free Retirement television show, in fact, I'd encourage you to go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com or you can go to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com. Just type in Tony Walker Financial and watch past episodes because there... America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orender, and director, Megan Murphy, they, they can occasionally appear on the TV show. So we appreciate your all's efforts very much. All right, Aaron, do you, have you ever heard of this show, Wanted Dead or Alive? This is way before we Oh, your my time. gosh. You just named like six or seven shows. I think I know two of them. Okay. I know yeah. The Rifleman. I know Bonanza. That's pretty- I think that's it. <laughs> Can I tell you a funny story about the yeah, rifleman? Yeah, go ahead. I, I do love the rifleman, and it's on all the time, and I still watch it. So my joke with a lot of people when they're getting ready to retire. So let's say you know Martha and Bob come in. Bob's getting ready to retire. Let's say stereotypically, maybe Martha's been home for several years. Deep down, I know she's a little worried about Bob retiring because she's had her domain, right? She's been right. taking care of the house. She loves being at home. Now, old Bob thinks he's going to come home and retire. So I had a couple in recently. And what had happened was they had laid him off for a few months. He's going back to work, but actually he decided to retire. So kind of get the scene. So he's back to work, but he's going to retire in a month. And I looked at them both, and I said, "So, you know, you were off for two months. What did you do?" And he said, "Well, I did this. I did that. I watched a lot of TV, quite frankly." And then I'm always kidding about this. Here's the wife sitting there, all nervous. I could tell she's nervous. He's going to retire. And I said, "Yeah. Did the wife come home catch you watching reruns of The Rifleman?" the lady looked at me and cracked up. That's exactly said, what he was doing. She said, that's, ex- that's right. <laughs> so it, it was just kind of funny. But those old Westerns, I mean, let's face it, folks. I mean, if you're my age especially, you know, I'm, I'm coming in close to 60 years of age, I mean, that's what you grew up on. And this stuff was, this was outstanding television. I really think it was. Now, really, though, I didn't watch much of Wanted Dead or Alive. But again, the scope of the show today, folks, this is going to be some interesting stuff. And for the next four weeks, so it's a five-week series called Wanted dead or alive, and we're going to relate this to your money, and we're going to relate this to the idea. Think about it. You're on the run. Everybody's chasing after your money, and the financial world legally can come after you and get this bounty. Does that make sense? Yeah. And most people, again, are on the run. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, you know, So these bounty hunters out there, these financial bounty hunters, there's tons of them. We're going to talk about a little bit today dealing with something called your estate. They're after your estate. Now, before we get into this, I think it's interesting here, and I don't know if you know the history of bounty hunters. I looked it up. I didn't realize this. The U.S. Supreme Court case, Taylor versus Tainter, way back in 1873, literally gave broad uh, authority to people called agents, they would act as agents, for the bail bondsman. So let's set the stage, here's what happened. Guy gets convicted of going to jail, he gets out before the trial, he's on bail, right? You've heard that term, yeah, we do it today. Well, the guy runs off, because he doesn't want to go back to the court. Well, the bail bondsman, you know, he's probably some guy that, he ain't going anywhere. So they, okay, we gotta go find this guy. What's the Wild West? It's not like tracking him down through a GPS. I mean, this guy could be anywhere. So they put up the wanted posters, right? You've seen those, has the pictures. And then they'd hire a bounty hunter, talking about the first guy ever on commission. It was the bounty hunter, because (laughs) if he didn't catch this guy, he got nothing. This is kind of funny. the, The commission, the greatest, most dangerous commission salesman job ever, folks, market is a bounty hunter. Now what they would do, they'd go out and if they found this guy, okay, on the wanted poster, it didn't matter whether you brought him back dead or alive. You could kill this person. Didn't matter. Take him back to the sheriff or whoever and get your bounty. So folks, here's what we're going to, the theme of the next five shows, including this one, is whether you're alive or dead, there's a bounty on your head. There's all kinds of things out there that are coming after your money. And today's topic deals with something called your estate now, Aaron, when you think of an estate, do you think of a little small dwelling with one car or do you think of this big gargantuan house? Right. When you say estate, I immediately picture the mansion, the there six cars in the parking lot, the fountain out front, the two pools in the back. That's what I picture. So what we're going to debunk the myth of is people don't need to plan for their estate because that's what they think here. And they think, well, I don't have a big enough estate to plan for it. And folks, that is terribly, terribly wrong. If you own any property at all, listen carefully, if you own any property at all, especially if you even have a 401k or a house and a car, that's what most people have. I mean, you need an estate plan. The problem is most of you don't plan because I don't think quite frankly, and most people know where to start. In fact, depending on the survey, there's a bunch of them out there that have looked at this. Nobody knows for sure. I tend to say between 50 and 70%, probably more on the high side because I see a lot of people I meet Do not have the most basic of estate plans. What do you think the basic estate plan consists of? What's it called? It's a four-letter word begins with a W. A will. Will. Yeah. So most people, majority of people surveyed or asked this question. Again, this bears out. I'm always asking people when I meet with people, and I meet with thousands and thousands of people over the years. I'm always asking them, do you have an updated will in place? I always say updated because most people do have a will, actually, that I meet. A lot of, well, I guess a lot of people don't, but if they do say a will, and I, but I say updated, and they'll say, well, eh, no, I guess it's not. It was 20 years ago. And then I'll say, well, do you have something called a durable power of attorney? And they'll say, what's that? Do you have anything in writing? So I, I like to say they hook you up to a ventilator or put you on something that requires it to be plugged in. I call that a pull the plug on me, will. Do you have anything that allows people to know that I don't want to be left on this ventilator or whatever. Right, it's called but, a DNR, a do not resuscitate yeah, do not, or whatever. Yeah. 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 All those, all those health care surrogate documents, all those things, folks. But the basic of all basics is the will. Now, let's go back to this estate situation here. And you would think that wealthy people, let's focus on true wealthy people, especially movie stars and stuff. You would think that with all the advisors they have and the agents and knowing that they're going to have a lot of assets, right, and that potentially a lot of unscrupulous people are out there trying to come after it, that almost all wealthy people, all entertainers would have wills. Wouldn't you assume that? Yeah. Well, guess what? Most don't either. They don't. (laughs) In fact, let me me name a few people that died without a will. Uh, One of my favorite singers of all time, Aretha Franklin. She didn't have a will. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Think about that. Um, Sonny Bono. Did not have a will. Old Sonny, what was the song that he and Cher sung? I got got you, you, babe. Well, what he didn't have a will. He did not have. What he didn't have, babe, was. (laughs) He should have been thinking more about the will than Cher. (laughs) Maybe he meant he had her will. Uh, Yeah, there you go. Uh, Ooh, recently, um, again, these are all entertainers, folks. We're just giving you examples. Prince. Wow. They estimated he was like 300 million or something. Now, this guy, I can understand when I give his name, probably why he was not real concerned about a will either forgot it, or was that a state of mind that he really could care less, and that was Bob Marley. So anyway, so folks, here's the thing. These people are dead and gone, you're still alive. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the problem of not having a simple will. And then we're gonna talk about what you can do to put measures in place to not only get a will, but to begin accepting this very fact that you are not gonna be here forever. And guess what, folks? The financial world could care less whether you're planning for life or death, because either way, they've got a bounty on your head. You're listening to The Worry for Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back. ¶¶ Tired of the financial world chasing after your money, dinner seminar invitations, annoying pop-up ads on your computer from out-of-state advisors? It all adds up to confusion. There is a better way. Meet in person with nationally recognized retirement specialist Tony Walker. Tony's personal one-on-one approach has helped thousands of savers worry less about money and best of all, Tony's right in our own backyard. Don't leave your retirement a chance. Make the short drive to meet in person with Tony now. To get started, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com welcome back to the worry-free retirement folks we're talking about the hit tv show from 1958 through 1961 uh, famed western starring steve mcqueen called wanted dead or alive and we're trying to make this analogy between bounty hunters back in the day going out you know searching for these people that escaped from uh, bail trying to skip bail and were rewarded with lots of money they could bring them back dead or alive and that's you and i folks we've got a limited period of time here uh, during our life the financial world is able to legally take a lot of our money and at death quite frankly a lot of people are lined up at the door i always kid people uh, Aaron, when i'm meeting with them for the first time i said you know when you die what's going to happen a lot of people are going to show up with bills. They're going to want to be paid, invoices. What I show up with are checks. checks. Don't you like that? Yeah, mailbox money, tax-free life insurance proceeds. Folks, the word for your retirement is all about being prepared. And it's hard to be prepared for an event that you don't think is going to occur. See, that's one of the problems. Here, here's what, I, why would 60 to 70% of people out there not have a basic will? So I've got my cheat notes here. I kind of, I kind of I've been thinking about this here because I really am. I'm trying to be serious now. Okay, first of all, here's my first, I really do believe this. They really don't think about death. They don't really think they're going to die. No, everybody knows deep down. Well, I know I'm going to die, Tony. No, you don't. Because if you knew today was your last day on earth, Speaking of last day on earth, let me interrupt my sequence there. This is a cool document. We give this to all of our clients. Uh, We're going to make this available as a download free. I've never offered this free. This is the coolest document. If you're sitting there saying, Tony, man, you're speaking to me. I need to get my affairs in order before I die. I don't have anything done. This is called the Worry-Free Retirement Last Day Planner. Now this document is absolutely free. We're going to put it on our website. Here's how you retrieve it. It's, it's the most extensive document I've ever seen and it's absolutely free. You go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. When you get to the search bar right there at the home page, just type in downloads. That we're going to ask for your email. Now, By the way, folks, when we get your email, that's just so we can send you correspondence. We will not bug you. Uh, We do not share your emails with anybody else, so don't think you're going to get on a list. I ordered some uh, furniture online the other day, Aaron. You wouldn't believe the number of pop-ups I'm getting from other furniture companies. I'm like, wait a minute. How'd this email get out? They just released it, I guess, or sold it. We don't do that, folks. Okay, so your email's safe with us. If we do start sending an email blast and you want to opt out, just simply unsubscribe. It's not a big deal. But you've got to check this out. Absolutely free, The Last Day Planner. It literally is a laundry list of things to do to get organized for that fateful event that could happen any day. That's why we call it the last day. We have to imagine this is our last day on earth, and we're trying to get our affairs in order. So number two, now this is a strange one. I really believe this here. And have you ever said, my mom always says, knock on wood, have you ever said, um, this is not going to happen or I'm going to do this. And it, exactly, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I was golfing the other day and I commented to one of the guys, I kid you not, I was playing great golf. And I said, one thing I love about this round, I've avoided triple bogeys today. Guess what? I got a little <laughs> triple bogey. No, I kid. I, it was like, why did I say that? Because folks, I think people don't want to deal with this because I think they're afraid they'll jinx themselves that if they start talking about death and preparing for death as if they're going to die the next day. So that could be it. I don't know. Here's a biggie. I think it's just hard for people to fathom the idea that they really could die and that they've got to make some tough decisions sometimes with their plans. And I get that. Um, I have uh, one of the most common things I'm seeing, Aaron, come up over and over as we're doing more and more planning is wayward children. And a lot of it's due to drugs. Okay. Drugs. Yeah. So I had a situation the other day. Uh, When I say wayward, I just mean the children. What I'm talking about is if I'm getting ready to die and my assets are going to go to a child that, let's say, has become irresponsible, Uh, let's just use that word. That's what I mean by wayward. I'm sorry. I mean, just irresponsible. Maybe through no fault of their own. Maybe they just, unfortunately, I met somebody that recently had a child get involved in a gang. This is a middle class family. He got involved in a gang. I have someone I met the other day, the the child is heavily involved in drugs, cannot take care of their child. So now guess who's taking care of their child in retirement? Yeah, the grandchild. Yeah. So I think sometimes when you think of, okay, when I die, who's going to get all this? To think that you might have to write a child out of a will or that you've got to set up some sort of trust. You don't know how to do it. How would the trust be worded? How much do I leave them? I mean, these are really heavy decisions. I get it. But folks, if you're going through something like that personally, uh, that's no reason, though, you shouldn't plan because you haven't eradicated the problem. It's even worse, quite frankly, because there's something called intestate. So if you die without a will, your estate goes into intestate, meaning guess who decides who gets what, Aaron? The government. Yeah, the the courts. So they have state statutes. So Uncle Harry, let's say you had Uncle Harry out there somewhere who you couldn't stand. Potentially, Uncle Harry, by state statute, might get some of your stuff or that child that you're worried about where you probably should have left some money in trust gets several hundred thousand dollars right away. Oh, this happened uh, recently, and a gentleman wanted to do this, it was fine. Keep in mind, folks, a 401k, IRA, uh, thrift savings account, 457 plan, anything that's considered a qualified plan must pass by beneficiary. So theoretically, you don't even need a will to pass those kind of assets. But in that same vein, um, I had a gentleman several years ago, he did pass away recently. And I I remember telling him, he said, I think I want to leave this money to my grandkids. I said, well, that's fine. uh, But you realize if you leave it to your grandkids and they decide to liquidate this, they're going to have to pay taxes immediately. And he's like, well, that's fine, whatever they want to do. And, you know, I don't think they're going to liquidate it anyway. You know, you can work with them, can't you, Tony? And I said, I can work with them all day long, Mr. Jones, but they may not work with me. Okay, so let's go back in time. This really happened. So this was probably a year ago. The gentleman had passed away. The office had forgot to inform me I was here in the Louisville Office. The Bowling Green office had forgotten to inform me that the grandson, who remember he was going to be the beneficiary of some of this IRA, was going to show up the office to fill out claim forms. So folks, when you pass away, what's going to happen is the institution that has your IRA or 401K, what they'll do is they'll send claim forms. To you, to the beneficiaries, and the beneficiaries then have to go back to the custodian. In this case, it was us, to help fill out the claim forms, which we do that for our clients' kids and wives, at spouses, at no charge. We'll help them with the claim forms because it's it's kind of intimidating. You know, you got to have a death certificate and all that. This is a fun topic, isn't it? Aaron? <laughs> Aaron's like, really all right it I got to get some coffee we? or something stronger here, Tony. But anyway. <laughs> um, so so basically, this young man shows up, and he says, I'm so-and-so's grandson, and I'm here to fill out some paperwork. I said, oh, that's right. Okay, come on in, son. And I'm going through everything, going through everything. It was about $80,000. And I said, now, we can do what's called a stretch IRA. We can do this. That way you'll have this at age 65. And he's looking at me stone-faced the whole time. And I said, because I've got to show him the options, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, the grandfather's got confidence this boy's going to do what he thinks he's going to do. And I says, or, I had to tell him, We can cut you a check and you can pay the taxes now. guess what he said? Give me that check. Give Give me a check. (laughs) I went, okay, son. What have I got to think about? The kid's 18 years old. He's probably working at a fast food restaurant, making minimum wage. And he doesn't even care about taxes. He's going to get $80,000. Even if the government takes 20 of it, that's 60,000 more than he's got in his pocket now. And now that's not right or wrong. And I'm not trying to judge the young man. Folks, this is what I'm saying though. Once you die... right. It's going to happen. Number one, once you die, regardless of what you think is going to happen, it's going to happen either by state statute or that beneficiary. So my thoughts, why in the world would you leave something like that to chance? And I think personally, I think we all have an obligation to do the best we can to lay out even if it's just basic. So here's what I'd like to offer to do for you. For a limited time, we will will assist you. We are not attorneys, but we have a relationship with an attorney where we will assist you in laying out your plans, figuring out how you want to leave everything at death. We will get you in touch with the attorney. We'll help you with the forms. When the forms come in, we'll notarize them. We'll help you put them to bed. And the attorney, because we're going to help facilitate this, charges about a third of what a typical estate plan costs a third less. So if you want to put all this to bed and have a full-time retirement planning specialist help facilitate and get these documents in order at the least amount of cost, just don't put it off. Just go right now to TonyWalkerfinancial.com, click on that let's get started and just say, I want to talk about my estate plan. I want to talk about my estate plan. And remember, want a dead or alive, if you don't do this, somebody's going to do it for you and it's probably going to be ugly. So Or if you're handy there, just call us on the phone, 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-9255. And if you call after hours, the answering service will pick up. Just say, I want to talk about my estate plan. And this, you know, this could be somebody out there, Aaron, that's got quite a bit of money, and things have changed over the years. Maybe you've lost a spouse. Maybe a spouse is ill. Maybe you have a wayward child. Maybe, maybe just time is kind of caught up with you and you realize you don't have updated documents. Your documents could be outdated. This would be a great time to say, you know what, let me sit down with somebody that knows what the heck they're doing. That would be TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Let us see how we can help you get organized and quit putting off the inevitable. Don't forget too, uh, the Worry Free Retirement Last Day Planner download is now available for free on the website. Again, to get access to that, that's a great organizational tool to get started. You just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com in the space bar, type in downloads. You'll see a whole host of educational opportunities. This is, we've never offered this for free. This is a wonderful document. Very, very thorough. And uh, my thoughts are just quit putting off what you can do today. Get that today. All right. When we come back, interesting stuff. I'm going to share kind of a case study with you that's going to go into this concept of what does the typical saver look like that comes to Tony Walker Financial and how can we get our arms wrapped around a simple way for them to plan for their future, not only while they're alive, but when they die. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back. Are you retired or retiring soon? Can you afford for your money to take a hit with the stock market being so volatile these days? Nobody can time the market, but having a retirement game plan with Tony Walker Financial gives you peace of mind and sleep insurance. Learn how to prevent losses in your retirement accounts and plan your retirement around an income you can never outlive. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com today to schedule a personal meeting with Tony to secure your hard-earned money. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Tired of the roller coaster ride of the stock market? Let Tony Walker show you how to smooth out the ride with your money. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back to The word for Retirement, and we're talking about bounty hunters and life and death issues and being one in dead or alive and people after your money. But I would have to say one of the most misunderstood financial bounty hunters out there is actually the federal government. Now, you say, what is their role in the whole death thing, Tony? Well, their role is to collect taxes. Now, let me say this first and foremost. Not everybody, when they die, is gonna have to pay what we call estate taxes. In fact, the laws have changed so much. When I was uh, first starting this business, actually a lot of people don't know this, Aaron, in the 80s, I got in the business in 84, I got my CLU in 89, which is an estate planning designation. I really, really got after the estate planning issues. I would talk to business owners, family businesses. I actually got pretty darn good at it. But back then, Aaron, if anybody was worth more than $600,000, that's really not a lot of money, is it, in the scheme of things? I mean, a lot of people were worth that. If they didn't do proper planning, when they died, they would owe something called estate taxes. And back then, they could be as high as 60%. 60. Now, its uh, I think each person is exempt from $5 million or something crazy. I mean, it's, it's so high that most of the Joe Lunchboxes we work with I mean, you'd have to be worth millions and millions of dollars to worry about that. Yeah, so, but, but basically back then it was a huge issue. So you have estate taxes, which really not many people are suspect to. You have inheritance taxes with your particular state. Again, generally, depending on who's getting those assets, when you get into nieces and nephews, sometimes they have to pay some inheritance taxes. Not a lot of money to worry about there. But what is uh, concerning is the state and federal income taxes, so, let's first thing I want to clarify. People ask me all the time, well, Tony, uh this new service you offer where you use an attorney and you do wills and all that. do you all do living trusts and yes, we would provide a living trust for you through this attorney. We can facilitate that. It's not a problem, but you have to understand one of the misconceptions about living trusts, number one, to be effective, it has to be funded, which a lot of people don't even fund it. That's the problem. They get these documents and don't fund them properly. But secondly, the other misconception is that it's going to save you taxes. Folks, a living trust involves the fluidity of money. That's meaning when you die, it goes immediately to your spouse or kids. That's great. A living trust does that. You don't have to go through probate. So a living trust provides some privacy, fluidity, so that there's no uh, kinks trying to pass on money, but it does not save taxes per se. That's not really what a living trust is. So I want you, all of y'all to be careful out there. There are a lot of people out there right now pushing what we call estate planning. And again, the reason it's a wanted dead or alive situation, they know you got a lot of money and if they can just talk to you about estate planning, really what they're looking for, a lot of these people are not attorneys. They're just like us, they're not attorneys. What they're looking for is to uncover the money so they can invest your money. I don't really think they're that concerned about what happens when you die. They just want to get hold of the money. So be very, very careful as you're talking to people about estate planning. Uh, Make sure, number one, they're fiduciaries. Make sure they're working in your best interest. And make sure that they are looking at everything comprehensively and they have the expertise to do that. So I'm very thankful that uh, I had such a good background in estate planning. Because what's happening now that I've focused so much on retirement planning, it's kind of coming back around where, uh, and, and Aaron, you see a lot of our people come in here. Quite frankly, a lot of our people are aging. We, we are starting, and we have over 2,000 clients, and probably half of those, at least, are over the age of 65. So as I've gotten older myself, as my clientele's gotten a little older, we've realized we have to start offering estate planning services. So that's included. We offer our services at no cost whatsoever. Obviously, if you decide to go with this and you get the legal documents, there is a slight charge for those, much less than the typical documents, so it's a great deal for you. If you want to take advantage of that, just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, click on that Let's Get Started button. Well, as we kind of wind down the show, one of the things I do want to touch on briefly is educational opportunities. Folks, we are educators first and retirement planning specialists second. If we don't educate our clients and give them the options they need... I mean what's the point? I mean anybody can sell you something. We we sell a lot of annuities. We have a lot of assets under management. We can do all that. We we sell long-term care insurance, life insurance, Medicare supplements. But the point is if you don't have a written game plan that's well thought out, again, many of the products you may be purchasing may not be good for you. So what I would like you to do is consider going to the YouTube channel, that's youtube.com, go to Tony Walker Financial. You've got all the past episodes you can watch of the TV show. Tune into our next live webinar. You can find those under workshops on our website at tonywalkerfinancial.com. What, look at our blog posts. Listen to our podcasts of the radio show. There's all kinds of educational opportunities. And again, don't forget to go to the downloads page as well. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's program. Next week, we're talking about our second most vicious, wanted, dead or alive tactic from the financial world. But between now and then, you remember, if all else fails, you be worry-free. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it. Shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.